Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. So you were hanging from a knot rope, as I understand. (laughs) That is a consequence of a roll. And uh, to be totally fair, uh, you have the ability to resist that. uh, Or you can just work around the fact that this is a thing that happened. You will, however, have to get to the second pillar some other way if you do not have a rope. Right, which I don't. uh, Because I I took as as one of my utilities a shield, unless I can use that to fly with, like use that as wings or something. (laughs) No. No. I guess I'll have to resist that somehow. So how do you resist that? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) How do you resist fate? Oh, um, well, we have the, the, the goddess of mercy and healing on our side. Is there any way to invoke her help somehow? Because I, as a medic, have the holy symbol of mercy with me. Uh, unfortunately, the, the, the magic of this world, as it were, is not really that magical. So I don't think so. But you could just have seen that the rope was catching on the rocks and pulled it like aside. That is oh, also okay. an option. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. You know, so simple mechanical things. Oh, so it's not set in stone that the, the rope is cut. No, no, no. I told you a thing, but you could say, no, that doesn't happen because I was smart. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not used to like this sort of interrupting to, to get my way sort of thing. Um. So, uh, yeah, I see the rope and I do a little tugging maneuver to make sure that it doesn't get caught up on that piece of uh, bridge and then uh, loosen it. Okay. So this uh, sounds like an insight to re- resist to me, mm-hmm. uh, but it might be a prowess resist because it is a physical action. So, uh, no, it was a rig, wasn't it? So I think it is an insight resist. Now, when I resist, I count the amount of dice that are in the resist boxes. Yeah, exactly. So on the sheet, the left column is uh-huh. delineated with a bar. And so all of the dots that are to the left of that bar count as your resistance. Oh, okay. Oh, then I get four if that's the case. Yes, that's likely. As, oh as the medic, you probably have good resistances, particularly with insight. Oh my gosh. Okay, well then here I go. Ha ha! One, two, three, four. And I got a four as my highest <laughs> and all the others were twos. Yeah, so two stress. Having lots of dice is very good. It is never safe. <laughs> good Fair. point oh yeah i am one away from having full stress at this moment yes wow <laughs> antsy guy two away from having trauma 
if someone does trauma and ends up not being or dies, heaven forbid, the horror breaches somebody and tears them apart. If uh, that happens, then uh, you can just pick up a new rookie sheet and uh, make up a rookie real quick and play a different character. It's no problem. Uh, we've seen it done. All right. But you've you've resisted this. Uh, you've managed to pull yourself off the rocks. Back to that horror. So you shot it. It's charging forward along with the rest of the undead. I think this is about the time when the undead are going to hit the line. And that's when we're going to see our heavy in action. Yeah, I think I'm leading the charge here. I'm, I'm keeping most of them formed up in ranks to block it um, with myself and, you know, any of the other competent ones out in front to try to mow through. Cool. Uh, who is the person that you trust to have your side? Uh, I assume we're talking of these yes. rookies and not. I trust Red Vexing Gale. Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, Red Vexing Gale. And uh, can I ask you a question? Why? Yeah. Why do you trust Red Vexing Gale? Um, because she is the most ferocious fighter of all of these troops, uh, you know, in my opinion, besides myself. Um, just fearless and competent and cool under pressure. All right, so you are, uh, the wall slams into your rookies. There's a giant horror. Um, are you trying to marshal the, the, the troops or are you trying to like engage in a skirmish? Uh, at, at this moment, I think I am, it, I'm skirmishing. I think I'm trying to take them out, you know, make sure that there are as few as possible that are going to crash into the line. Awesome. Uh, now, uh, are you engaging, I assume that you're, are you engaging the horror while the troops engage the rest of the rank? And yes, exactly what I had in mind. Uh, and is Red Vexing with you? Yes. Okay, cool. That sounds great. Uh, so here's the thing. Uh, we haven't really talked about uh, effect levels because it hasn't mattered too, too much, but it kind of matters right now. Okay. Um, there's this thing called threat and all monsters uh, have a threat. So the rotters are threat one. Um, it mostly hasn't mattered because uh, you have been shooting them either with black shot or with regular bullets. Uh, you have fine rifles that you basically one shot, one kill them. But horrors are threat two. Now, uh, you are uh, effectively threat two because you have fine weapons and armor. Uh, so you match on threat level there. Uh, in terms of scale, however, the horror it outscales you. Like, it's bigger than you. Yeah. Um, so you are at reduced effect engaging this thing. Now, if all of the rookies are ganging up on that guy, totally worth like saying, cool, you can have scale as well as the, uh, as the horror. And so you balance. I see. Okay. But I, hmm, you can, there's another little trick that we're going to use here. So you can, uh, you can push for effect as well as for an extra die. So that would offset. And I'm going to offer you a devil's bargain for a level of effect and it'll make you equal. And the devil's bargain I'm offering you is you and Red Vix and Gale have to fight this thing together. The sensible thing is for you to fight the horror and Red Vex and Gale not to be involved. But we just described her and it sounds like she kind of wants to go with you. Yeah. So if you're willing to have her along for the ride, then I'm willing to give you a devil's bargain that gives you essentially an offset in scale. Yeah, I think so. I think I trust her ability and for the most part, the whole troop's ability. So um, I think if she's dodging up with me, I'm going to allow it, thinking that she knows that she's got this too. Nothing terrible will happen. No, couldn't <laughs> possibly. Not in war. <laughs> okay. So the two of you engage. Um, 
what's uh what is what is red vexing gales i feel like she's got like a halberd or something oh yeah i love that yeah. um probably more like leather armor so you know something sleeker so that she is more maneuverable but then has a just a big ass hefty halberd uh cool so uh this sounds to me like a skirmish and i don't see any way this couldn't be risky it might be desperate, but I feel like you're set for the charge. You're prepared in this moment. It's not risk. It's not desperate yet. Uh, so we're going to say it's risky with standard effect because you've offset the scale. So uh, skirmish and uh, yeah, you, you um, can get assistance dice. You can push yourself. You can do a number of things. By the way, you also have anchor. Oh, yes. So anchor is a specialist skill. It allows you a certain number of uses per mission. Uh, and I believe that anchor... Does it adjust your scale? Yeah, this means that I can face groups of lesser undead without loss of or effect. Or one big undead that acts that like That makes group. sense. Okay. So if you spend an anchor, you can actually get greater effect here or, you know. I think that's worth it. Absolutely. Uh, it is a very big clock. So uh, on a four to five, you're going to do two segments. It has six left. But since you have greater effect, you'll do three segments. You'll do one extra segment. Um, it, on a six, you do six segments, so it's just enough to kill it. Okay. This, I'm, I might be bogging it down, but just to kind of talk over more mechanics, I'm, I'm, you know, burning that anchor. I have used the devil's bargain. Mm -hmm. Can I also push to get the extra die? Um, you cannot push and use a devil's bargain ah. for the same thing, but you can push, uh, for, um, a plus one die and use a devil's bargain for a plus one effect. Okay. So yeah, then I'm going to go for that. Do it. It's a big heroic moment, and if you roll a four to five, it's it's only terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I help? Uh, can you assist? Um, I believe that you can assist, yes. So you can assist and use a push as well. How would you assist? Uh, by taking a shot at the thing to try and distract it and off-balance it a little bit so that he can get a better hit in. Excellent. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, I think that's fine. You're taking a few shots at it. Or, like It's pelting it with various other bullets while you're coming in for this uh, killing blow. Okay, then I'm going to run up and take a swing with my big old hammer. Awesome. Highest is a five. Excellent. So uh, you do it, which is really great. So on a five, we said you do two segments, plus one for the uh, level of effect advantage that you have. That means it has three segments left. You haven't killed it, but you've struck a devastating blow. Uh, I feel like um, your hammer comes down gloriously on, on its uh, right side. And you hear like the crunching of several kinds of bones uh, as it breaks and it like almost embeds the hammer inside this like mass of flesh. <laughs> Not to be too gross about it. <laughs> uh, and it gets real mad. Uh, it bats you with its giant arm. Uh, you go scattering across the, the cobblestones and it slams the other arm down on a red vexing gale, just turning her into a pulp. Just smashing her oh, <laughs> right on the cobblestones. And this is where you're generally going to say, no, <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, she's red vexing mist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to resist that. Okay. Um, so do you want to resist uh, being thrown back? Or do you want to resist um, red vexing Gale? Or do you want to resist both? Uh, I'm really only concerned about her. Okay. 
So how do you resist that? Do you like push her out of the way? I'm thinking cinematically here. So what I'm imagining is that I've been backhanded and skitter across the ground. Yeah, and I, I see. I, I should have probably established some sort of harm for that. <laughs> oh, which is fair. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um, so I think that the harm is going to be uh, you're at roughly equal scale. You're actually at one higher. So um, I would have said that it would have been like level two harm because it was a risky roll. But I think it's level one harm, so you, you're battered and bruised. Um, okay. And my tough helps out with that. Yeah, exactly. So, very cool. so you can just take it and ignore the fact that you take it. Okay. And so then I think as I just skitter across the ground, um, I see that fist coming up. And what I want to try to do is just hurl this giant hammer end over end to knock that hand away so it doesn't crush her. Okay, sure. Um, yeah. Uh, give me, a, it seems like a prowess resist. Okay. And so I have four ticks in that. So I'm rolling four. Is that mm -hmm. again how that works? Okay. Yes, that's right. So whatever your highest die roll is, you subtract that from six and that becomes how many stress you, you actually use. I see. I see. Got it. Uh, four. So you spend two stress. High. So I take two stress. And you go clattering across the cobblestones, but the hand, the hand gets backed, like battered past. And uh, I think Red Vexing Gale tumbles out of the way of where, uh, where she would have been turned into pulp. Does she continue to engage, though? Questions for later. I want to come back to Under the Bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about the you've you've got a rope still. Are you going to try and set the other bomb? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, excellent. Uh, Scout, are you going to maybe help out here? Um, I'm not quite sure how I would. I I am not any good with rigging. Uh, but you are also holding the rope, aren't you? Oh, that's true. Um, I could. Couldn't you just belay the medic? Maybe. Yeah, I've you know I've got my climbing kit, so I could uh, attach a few more points underneath uh, to get him closer to the uh, other the other pillar okay if you want to you can assist this role okay and so i do that with maneuver uh no you would actually just spend a stress uh okay. and then i uh, add one die to the roll. so yeah which i am doing okay Ooh, two. Oh, something but something is bad you get to exactly the spot that you wanted to set the bomb uh this is fine just one problem. You're not the only one there. There are two crows right there as well. <laughs> uh, th th they clearly have been coming up. Like you can, you now look down. You're like, uh oh, there's actually undead that are <laughs> just coming out of the Tigeria uh, that have been crawling up. It's, it's just a long crawl, and <laughs> and then there are crows. I think as soon as I see that there is company on the pillar with him, I would like to draw a arrow and push off of the pillar so I can get an angle on one of them and fire. That sounds really cool. <laughs> um, and I think that I'm going to use one of my black arrows um, <gasps> because there is an explosive there and it'd be great if the crows didn't get their hands on it. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I think that normally I would say this is a risky standard move. And it sounds like you're using a black arrow, which those things, if they even just clip one of the crows, will just put them down. Okay. So do you want to trade perhaps some of your effect for, or do you want to get both crows with one arrow? Like, th this is also an option. Yes, I would love to. <laughs> so it sounds risky to me, uh, yeah. but you have greater effect. So you're going to take out both crows. Okay. 
four. Four. Well, you do it. Uh, I think is the answer. Uh, you succeed at doing that. What is the consequence that emerges? Uh, harm, complication, reduced effect, desperate position. I could go with reduced effect. Like you could just have taken one of them out uh, and the other one like dodges out of the way. And then we end up with a, a bit of a skirmish for your, your medic who is in a better position because they're not outnumbered anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's what we'll do. Okay. Cool. Again, also something you can resist if you can say like, cool, I want to do a thing, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing that I can think of in the sense of a ramification that puts me in danger is that the push off, I get the arrow off and it hits them both, but my connection to the bridge comes undone and I go into the la- and I go <laughs> into, into the, the river. water. I, I think um, I'd be more comfortable saying like another different complication that we could do is you could just spend two charges of black arrows, right? Uh, like yeah. you have to like really throw a bunch of arrows at them. Yeah, this Hawkeye moment of drawing two arrows and splitting them with my thumb. Uh, if you're cool with that, then you could just mark up two charges. Okay. Cool. I'm good with that. Cool. So that that happens. Uh, <laughs> you're like, you're about to set the bomb, crows suddenly, and then out of nowhere, over both shoulders, a bunch of arrows. <laughs> and then just green fire in front of you. Uh, how do you, how does that, like, how do you feel in that moment? I'm probably feeling really good uh, <laughs> knowing that somebody's got my back. Nice. Thank you, Gray Shifting Wind. I appreciate that. Yes, uh, you can show your appreciation by hurrying so we can get the hell out of here. Right, and I want to set up that bomb. Awesome. Give me a rig roll. I only have one. Ooh, here we go. Come on, six. Two. My oh. God. Ugh. I feel like something something else has gone awry at this point. Uh, I think... What's a, what's a good complication as a result? Um, it goes off now. <laughs> <laughs> If this were a desperate position, I think, all right, yeah, let's do that. Uh, I think you're intending to set the timer for like a delayed fuse and like you press something, it's alchemical, who knows how these things work. And it, <laughs> it's set for a lot shorter than it should be. Like it's set for 30 seconds instead of five minutes. Oops. <laughs> now, again, you can resist this, but you also, uh, if you don't resist this, you're going to have to do a bunch of actions. You've also got one stress left, don't you? <laughs> you might not be able to resist this. True. Like, this might, might not work out for you. I think I have to resist this, and uh, I'll be resisting it with insight. Um, so as the timer is set incorrectly, I am going to try and set it correctly for five minutes, but in knowing that it's going to continuously go instead of detonated like you know with a time or not with a timer but with like a like a button or something am sure. i am i wrong in thinking that uh yeah i was i was assuming that these things were timed based uh do you think that you might have some sort of i don't think you have like you might have like a cord that you can ignite that goes to them but i don't think there's any there's no like radio can detonator type stuff gotcha um the only other thing i have is oil on me and uh i don't know if i could like use that as sort of a uh, a detonator onto itself i mean um, anything's possible rig or wreck right i mean what if you resist with research because you kind of you have that means you have a deeper understanding of a thing what if you just so there's another way you know how it works there is another way to do this and so the answer to if you want to do something like that what we can say is i don't really want to resist it that thing is true it definitely is set too early but maybe I can use some action to reset it and then like 
change change the timer. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. Uh, then why don't I do that? Okay, so that to me sounds like you are in a desperate situation because if you roll a one to three on this, I think the bomb goes off and then you die. Right? That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the situation that you're in. Okay. Yeah, it's standard effect though. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Did you get a one to three? I got a three and a two. Oh, well, um, if you add them together, that's still <laughs> a three. Um, so I think what we're going to do, this thing is going to go like go up. I will allow you an insight resist, but the consequence of that insight resist, we're going to reduce it from it blows up to a different thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll insight resist. Okay, cool. I got a five. Ah, it only costs you one stress. Yay. So you reduce the effect of this uh, bomb going off. It does not go off as long as you're holding the switch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you mean I'm you're basically, I'm the detonator now. <laughs> Back to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> sniper uh yes so you're seeing this giant monstrosity uh it almost pancakes uh red vexing gale uh the rest of the undead are engaging with the rookies uh i'm gonna give them a, a quick roll to see how that's going Ooh, ouch well the undead are doing a number on your rookies and they're actually about to retreat um it was just too many of them uh, what do you do? I think I'm I'm hoping that the other charges are going to be planted soon, so I don't think I mind if they retreat. Okay. Um, but the big guy's still up, right? The big guy is still up. Um, he's he's not he's not looking great. He's gotten several of his bodies are crushed or burnt or mangled in some way, and if he could feel pain, it probably would hurt a lot. Um. Okay, I think I'm I'm still going to focus down on that big guy. I want to put awesome. him down in the hopes that that is the morale boost that the troops need. That if awesome. they see Goliath fall, they'll be rallied. That sounds plausible. Yeah, give me a shot at that. Uh, so I'm going to use a black shot, and I am going to spend a point of aim mm. for so increased that effect. Two levels of effect. Um, it is currently at threat two. You're at threat two. Uh, which means I believe that as long as you don't roll a one, you should be probably okay here. You should probably put this thing down. I want more dice. <laughs> How can I get them? <laughs> you want a devil's bargain? Could I... Or assist, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be trying to run up to grab my hammer and get back in front of all this action that's tearing through the people anyway. I feel like if I'm there in its sights, maybe it would kind of open it up to uh to a shot from leovel uh okay uh, if you want to put yourself on the chopping block here i am willing to do that excellent you have plenty of armor so actually it's probably okay <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so um adramir grabs his hammer like rolls across the the cobblestones grabs the hammer starts to engage with this thing which hopefully gives you the the shot you need so that's going to be one stress to you Adramir, mm -hmm. and to our sniper, uh, Leoval, um, you get an extra die. All right. Please be good. Unbelievable. Two ones and a three. I got a three. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's so bad. Um, okay. It, it happens. <laughs> it, it does happen. I think the problem is 
you can't take the shot because Adramir is there. And like, like you're, you're trying to shoot at this, this monstrosity, but your, your brother is like in the line of fire. So what I could say is if you're willing to make this role as at a desperate position, then you can continue on. Uh, or we can just roll into whatever Adramir's got going on. You notice how that word dripped off his tongue with laced with venom. <laughs> desperate position. <laughs> desperate uh, position. So what does that mean for me if I push this into a desperate position? Uh, we re-roll is essentially how that goes. So you basically get to take the exact same die pool and roll it again, but the consequences could be more severe. I will do it. Okay. Yes. So I re-roll my three dice. Yes. Four. Okay, well, good news. You kill him. All right. Good. That's good news. The consequences for a desperate action on a four to five, you do it, there's a consequence. You suffer severe harm or a serious complication occurs. And I believe that what's going to happen is actually uh, Adramir is fighting this thing uh, and you, you're you firing a shot. And the only way that you get clear is that this thing reaches one giant meaty fist out and like slams into Adramir. So Adramir is going to take harm. Now we talk about how much harm. Um, I believe that it's uh, equivalent harm to you, but it's still desperate. This, the position is desperate. So you're going to take level three harm. And then we're going to talk about how you reduce harm. Okay. Uh, first of all, you can always resist. So resistance will allow you to drop that from level three to level two. It's not enough to actually reduce it to zero, but it is enough to roll it down. Um, you can spend armor one for one. Uh, so if you have heavy armor, for instance, you can mark off two uses of it to go down to level one harm just automatically. Uh, I don't think you have a shield. If you had shield, you could use that. I do. I do have shield. Oh, uh, with your two-handed weapon, though? Oh, no, you're right. I have it, but I'm not using it, it, I think, is the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. So if you're willing to, you can use two uses of armor and go down to level one harm and then resist it down to level zero harm if you want, uh, which is no harm. <laughs> or you can you can do some combination of that. Yeah, I mean, we're in the last the last uh, stand here for this bridge and taking this thing down is is huge. So I think I'm going to go ahead and mark that armor awesome. and just take it down to the one. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Um, yeah, so it slams you up against a brick wall, uh, like your armor full on dense and you have to like take it off. <laughs> uh, it's uh, I feel like you already have level one harm. Is that right? Right. Uh, I technically took a level one, but I don't ha I have tough. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, you can take up to two level one harms. So you're going to take a second level one harm, and I think that's going to be um, like a mild concussion. <laughs> Tracks. Slamming into you know, this thing at full velocity, just like you're a little bit disoriented. But you're tough. You're tough Zimyani guy. Like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, and the bullet has managed to finish off this creature um, who is now burning with like green fire in the center of its chest cavity. By the way, uh, Leavel, what do you do when you see Adramir get slammed like into a brick wall? Do you come down? I don't think so. He is a big, <laughs> he's a big, tough son of a bitch, and I know that about him. <laughs> and you know, if he's still moving, which I think he is, yeah, then I, I, I mean, that sounds 
callous, but I mean it more as a, I believe in my brother. Not like, I don't care if he dies. Like, he's not gonna die. He's unkillable. It tells me a lot about the relationship between the two of you. Uh, Right. So um, back to the bridge uh, underneath, uh, you have become a human detonator, uh, Vani. And yeah. uh, gray shifting, uh, you see this situation. So what did the two of you decide to do as a result of this? You hear the fighting up above. You hear like the, the staccato shot. Uh, maybe even green uh, black shot has like a specific ringing sound as it's fired. Vani, how long will it last if you let go? It won't last. You need to get out of here. No, 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 no. There's, there's got to be something that we can rig up, something that we can, can do to at least get it to hold off a couple of seconds. If you know a way, I'm all for it, but it looks like I'm here for the long haul. So I, I don't know how this works, if this might be research. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm wondering is, looking around, we're here underneath the bridge by the water. If he were to let go, is there a place that I think he could jump to to be safe from the blast? Um, and maybe even not he, but I, because I could use one of my charges of scrounge and one of the options for that is find a safe place son of a gun uh yeah you can spend a scrounge cool spend a scrounge that 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 you can find a like i was gonna be like this is no there's just no way but (laughs) but yeah you um you think you can you can come up with a solution um so here's the thing about explosions uh they are lethal within a certain distance because of concussive blast. If you can leave that distance fast enough, then uh, you don't die, which is really great. Now, you see at the very like base of this, you think that there's a place down there where you could get into the river. <laughs> and what you would have to do is you would have to let out a bunch of slack of the rope and then like catch him as he falls, essentially, so that he doesn't just crush into the rocks below. So this is possible, essentially. Um, And then he would end up at the very base of this thing, kind of like right above the water. All right. So is this if this explosion goes off, it needs all of them to go off before the bridge will collapse underneath our troops, right? You tell me. Yeah, I I think that it probably takes all three of them before like one is going to cause a problem without a doubt. But the bridge itself won't collapse yet until all three of them go off. Yeah. Um, and so I think that hearing all this going on above, not knowing what the scenario is up there, that I tell him to, to do it now, to let go, and I point where he should jump. Okay, cool. So what are the consequences here? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Death in one of four ways. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like a maneuver. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it feels like it could be desperate. Uh, incidentally. Yes. Uh, was there, uh, there was a couple other people have made desperate rolls, right? Yes. Okay. I forgot to mention that you mark XP whenever you make a desperate roll. So in the clock that is of the uh, uh, same section as the skill that you used for your desperate roll, you're going to mark one XP every time you make a desperate roll. Oh, all right. So I've got a desperate that. shoot. Yeah. So, so I get one XP in prowess. Exactly. Nice. So this would be a desperate maneuver, I believe. Okay. Because the risk is that you could potentially not beat the shockwave. You could, uh, you could fall like the the. You could not catch him, and then he could just yeah. hit the rocks, and that could be very bad too. Um, so I think that's the situation. Okay. And I think I can help out because I also have maneuver, but I also have my shield, which I could possibly use oh. to protect us oh, from like, the blast yeah as, like captain america and the avengers like hiding behind that shield as the bomb goes off yeah 
Okay. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah. So if if you take damage, we can reduce it by one because of the shield. Cool. Okay. Uh, which so, means that no, in no circumstance should you actually die here, <laughs> because we're only looking at level level four harm. Okay. Cool. All right. Let's so see how it goes. Uh, I roll my two maneuver dice then. Uh-huh. Um. And then okay. Uh, is this Your a group assist. maneuver? I feel like this might be a group maneuver. Yeah, I think uh, so. Yeah, because we're both going to have to, you know, do this together. You get to roll as well, and okay. then you might gain stress for this. Six. I got a one. Okay, well, it takes you a stress. <laughs> I suddenly was trapped in the wrong mechanic. I went, oh, no, I take five stress. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So that's it's it's a real exciting fireball, <laughs> uh, and I think there's a moment where you're like not sure whether or not he made it, and yeah. maybe just shouting his name like Vani, and of course he can't hear because <laughs> uh, of the yeah. But you're you're clutching at the base of this, like uh, you know your shield's still like holding above you with like rocks falling on you. Everybody on the bridge hears a giant explosion, and there's like a buckle as like the forward section of the bridge, which is the where your troops are, starts to undulate a little. Not not like enough to it's it's not something a bridge should do. <laughs> but uh but you feel like you have enough time to get off this bridge before it starts to really fall. Uh what do you guys do? All right, boys, sounds like a retreat. Let's go. Form up, form ranks. Uh so you guys start to or you organize your retreat. Um I would love if you could give me like a martial role. It's probably controlled at this point, you've That's gotten rid fair. of the big problem. That's a five. Okay, on a five, we're going to say that it's limited effect. So you're running away, but the, the zombies are coming like, they're close on your heels. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Sniper, you have one more real problem. You only have two detonators. Yes, so I am staying in place, and I am holding off the wave of zombies uh, until they are past where I am, until they are past the explosive. Do you have sharpshooter? No, I almost took sharpshooter and I did not. <laughs> I took the one eye instead because it was at the top of the list. I think what we're going to do is have you make a roll instead. If you had the ability, I would just say push yourself, you suppress them, they don't move forward, you're good. But I feel like you're you're going to have to fight them off essentially to get the opportunity to make this bomb go off. Sure, I agree. Uh feels like it could be risky in the sense that if you if you get a four to five, I think you're going to fight them off. Um, but there's probably going to be one or two. Well, are you going to fight them off from above? Mm. I think you have to come down for the bomb anyway, right? Uh, I wasn't planning to. I was planning to shoot it from where I am. Cool. Well, let's let's say it's controlled then, I think. OK, so just a just a shoot. Yeah, controlled shoot. Three. Oh, okay. man. So they're faster than and, and more numerous than your your bullets can really accommodate. And unfortunately, several of them get underneath the archway you're actually on. Um, Did you say I can push it to risky and reroll? Yes. Here's how you would do that. You say like, okay, I understand they're, they're coming a lot faster than I expect. If I drop down, I can fire at them from the ground. <laughs> but obviously, I'm going to expose myself to some risk. So that would be a good yes. way to push it to risky. We can say like, cool, that's going to be the new situation. Make a risky shoot. Um, I would love to do that. Okay, go for it. Unbelievable. Still, I, I rolled worse. Still a three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. Um, I'm going to cut away from you. But what happens is you're firing and it's classic zombie movie time <laughs> because there are just so many undead. <laughs> you're like shooting a couple. Maybe you, you like you put down your rifle, you draw your pistol and you fire a couple of shots. 
but they, they just they just swarm you. I don't know what happens immediately. It might become a desperate situation, but I'm going to cut away from you because I think this is the time when our people underneath the bridge might be able to come back eventually and help you. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah, I once there's a sense that um, that he is okay and alive, I'm going to start bringing us back up where we came over, which was right by the pillars. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so uh, you haul uh, your compatriot up with you. You come up over the bridge, and there's just legs undead <laughs> running across the bridge. And you see, you hear the, the, the sniper shooting. Do you cry out? What do you say, sniper, Leovel? Um, or do you? Do you just, like, accept your fate? <laughs> uh, cry out just like, ah! Or, like, cry out words. Either one. If I can muster it, I'd just be like, Everyone who ain't already dead better get the hell off this bridge. <laughs> cool. Uh, I believe you're going to end up in a desperate skirmish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are now engaged hand-to-hand with uh, a number of undead. <laughs> yeah, I am I am just trying to bide enough time for everybody else to get off the bridge before I blow it. <laughs> this is grim. <laughs> yes, it is. So I think there might be a moment of recognition from the two of you and maybe even from the brother of recognizing like, okay, cool. Uh, he doesn't intend to get off the bridge. Oh, boy. I think my first impulse would be to essentially, I don't, I don't know how to say that, not mechanically, but to do a group skirmish with him to clear them away from him yeah you can certainly wait in there and be like you're not sacrificing yourself today yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah i feel like when aragorn and gimli and legolas jump over the side of the boat and <laughs> they've got all these dudes in front of them but then all of a sudden the ghosts come along and then they just except there's no ghosts. except there's right. no ghosts. it's just us <laughs> awesome uh, yeah, so it sounds to me like the three of you, actually all four of you are probably going to do a group skirmish. Uh, I believe that the, I don't know, you tell me, are you going to bring the rookies back to fight this or are you going to tell them to keep going? I'm going to tell them to keep going, like to get off the bridge and then post up again in formation so that they're doing a controlled retreat. Awesome. Uh, they are more than happy not to engage a horde of undead with you. So that is, that's great. Well, if that's the case, <laughs> I want them back, Nan. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Cool. So let's have you all roll skirmish. Um, do you all have a dot of skirmish? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then go for it. I got a four. Five. Six. One. Three. Oh, all right. So uh, the one who was leading the action, by the way, who was, who was taking point on this charge? I guess it was me since when he was like giving me kind of the cinematic like head nod goodbye i was right. like uh no 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 and she draws her axe from her leg and starts to wade in towards him and signals to adramir to get over here awesome uh yeah so you take one stress not surprising given the circumstances uh and wade in to these uh, undead who are very numerous though not very scary individually like you could take one of these all day long individually, but uh, there's just so many of them. Um, uh, but you have a group of you. There's four of you, so you sort of count as a group. And even though they have several le levels of scale, you actually have a level of threat on them because you have fine weapons and armor. So there's some mechanical stuff going on in my head that I'm not talking about. I just wanted to flag that. But what's yeah. what's happening cinematically is like you say no, not today, and you just you surge forward and you you end up with like a, a little pocket of dead dead <laughs> around you. 
uh, and uh, how, how are you going to set the bomb? Alchemically speaking, when these creatures go up from the black shot, that green fire, is it real fire? Like You tell me. My thought is, if we could either position a body or shoot a body that is right by it with a black ammo or arrow, the fire from that would ignite the bomb. I love it. I think that's amazing. <laughs> and so I think that's the quick exchange of, do you have any black left? Yeah, one. But you better make it count. And I'm going to throw <laughs> one of the corpses on top of the bomb and start trucking the other direction. I think I think this is a great like macabre humor moment where you like stick like a smiling, like a dead head, <laughs> like eh. <laughs> just right on top of the bomb. <laughs> and just to help out with that, I actually have, again, uh, on my utility oil. So I'm going to take the oil and I'm going to basically splash it down on this dead body slash bomb and get out of there. Awesome. So uh, you guys are going to hightail it down the bridge and attempt to make the shot and hope everything goes well. The other bomb is set to go off right right now. So you have basically one try at this. Good luck. Yeah. Okay. What all can I stack okay. to get as many <laughs> dice as humanly possible? Okay. I got one. I'm I'm the big tall dude. I'm literally going to grab him by the scruff and toss him straight up so that he lands standing on my shoulder for more vantage. <laughs> You're going to put him on your shoulders. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's going to cost you stress. That's an assistant. But acrobat style, not toddler at Disney World. No. Style. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> We've practiced this. And can this be a a group shoot since I also have one black arrow left? that we both fire at the same time and try to make sure one of them hits? Yeah, no, you can certainly do a group shoot here. Uh, who's leading the action? Is it the sniper? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the two of you, the scout and the sniper, are firing at this thing. Yeah. Um, and then I would like to push myself to yeah. give myself a better a, a better shot here. I think that it's like, oh man, I'm trying to think of how I, how I push myself here. Just standing on your shoulders is hard enough. Um. It may even be like the opposite of what we think of as push that since you're a pair of brothers who are like filled with fight and rage, that this is a moment of like calm and stillness and a deep yeah. breath and silence in the battlefield. Yeah, I, I think honestly, the push is hitting a stationary target amongst the motion. Yeah, I'm used to hitting yeah. moving targets. I am not used to filtering out moving targets and hitting one that's not nice. OK, cool. Two sixes. I also yes! got a six. <laughs> Crit. That's a great way to end the mission. Uh, I think what happens is, see, the, the, the rule is when you do a crit, uh, you do it with greater effect. Um, so that means you plus one effect level or uh, we just talk about narratively what does greater effect mean in the circumstance. And I think the answer is there's like uh, a classic, again, like I think like a lot of Lords of the Rings references going on today, but there's like a classic shockwave that comes out, and, like knocks down all of these undead. And then we see the entire bridge fold in the center and uh, all of them go into the drink. <laughs> um, uh, nice. And you, you yeah. take out essentially all of these undead with your explosion, with the bridge. Okay, so now we're going to do experience, and uh, you should find a section on the back of your sheet that talks about advancement uh, uh, for your playbook. And we're go basically going to answer these questions. We're going to go around the table and answer these questions. Uh, go ahead and read them out. Uh, let's start with the sniper. Okay. It's got the standard when you roll a desperate action, mark an XP in that action's attribute. And then at the end of each mission, mark an XP if you survived the mission. You did. 
If you helped your squad through keen observation or key shots. Definitely. If you brought into play your heritage or traumas. You don't have any traumas, so you didn't do that. But if any of your heritage traits came up uh, or you brought up the fact that you were your particular heritage, then you can mark an XP for that. I believe you're Zimyani, and we talked a lot about like your relationship to your brother uh, and the yeah. fact that you're tough. Um, so I think that that will definitely count. Okay. Uh, and then one XP per threat of the highest threat opponent on the mission. Yeah. So the highest threat opponent was the horror, and it is threat two. So you get two extra XP for that. Okay, so I got a total of five. Those can go in any section that you want, including an attribute or a special ability playbook advance, which uh, takes eight. Uh, for the medic advancement, uh, obviously when you roll desperate action, mark one XP. And then at the end of each mission, mark one XP for if you survive the mission. Yay, I did. But barely. <laughs> uh, if you helped your squad through medical knowledge or emotional comfort. Hmm. I did get those rookies back under control. Yeah, That's you did. true. Uh, you did do that. Yeah. I would definitely count that. Yeah, awesome. If you brought into play your heritage or trauma. Uh, I feel like there was a, a strong element of like talking about the Barton healing goddess and how that like was constantly something you were bringing up. Yeah. So I think that counts. <laughs> okay, great. And then per threat of the highest threat opponent on the mission. Yep, two. So then I also get five with that. Okay, for the heavy, uh, if I survived, yes, thank the Lord. <laughs> um, if you helped your squad through might or fortitude. Yes, definitely. Um, cool. I like to think so. But uh, if you brought into play your heritage, um, I definitely made use of tough yeah. through taking a few hits. Um, and I'll even just say for flavor, stubborn, because I was not going to let him kill himself on that bridge. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then the per threat as well. Cool. And then I did get the uh, one for my desperate action, uh, which I already marked. Uh, if you survived the mission, yes. Uh, if you helped your squad through stealth or foresight. I don't know that I helped the squad through stealth. Foresight, maybe just in the sense of dealing with the crows, like yeah. knowing how they were going to behave. And Well, at the very beginning, you spotted a crow and you called it for me. Yeah. Like before. I think that's true. Okay. You brought into play your heritage or traumas. I actually, both my heritage, I uh, used the one extra die for insight, resist, and then um, I'm fast and quiet in a normal load. Yeah. And so I think a big part of this was speed for her, and she was using a normal load. Uh, and then the two for the uh, for the threat. Awesome. Um, so I think that's everybody. Uh, we're going to do a back at camp scene in a bit. That was a cool mission, guys. So this is where we're going to break the second episode of this. Uh, join us for episode three, where we go into the camp scenes, because there is more to this game than just this group of people in the battle. Uh, there's some other mechanics that we're still going to play through. So we'll see you in just a little bit. The Legion is in retreat following a failed battle against the armies of the undead. You are a member of the Legion, your bonds to one another forged in the dark by bone and blood. Do you have what it takes to outwit, outrun, and outlast the endless hordes of the undead? Or will your Band of Blades break beneath a Cinder King's iron fist? Band of Blades by Strasha Chimovich and John LaBeouf Little is available at evilhat.com.
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Mount Absalom, a community, a heritage, a home. The green jewel in the majestic crown of Ohio, for 200 years, Mount Absalom has been a place to play. N32. Bingo! A place to learn. For in thy green and growing arms, we have everything we need. All right. Now let's get out our math homework. A place to work. Here at the Celery Bottling Works, we produce over 2,000 bottles of celery soda every day. A place to raise a family. It's a girl. It's a place of history. And here we have the barrel of whiskey that Confederate soldiers stole from Mount Absalom patriot Amelia Pleasance during Morgan's raid. And of course, a place of celery. 201st Celery Festival, I dub thee Open! <laughs> Mount Absalom is the perfect place for making memories. For making memories. For making memories. For making memories. Make your memories with us. Make your memories here. With Absalom. Paid for by the Delphi Quarter of Mount Absalom and Celeric Bottling Works. Refreshing Celeric Soda and Diet Celeric Soda. <sighs> A Midwestern Gothic Mystery. Learn more at unwellpodcast.com.